Darius Baisley is trying to steal your heart with these Instagram videos. What has he been working on this offseason? The NBA does the Clippers no favors and give them one of the toughest schedules in the entire league. What that means for Oklahoma City. And also, can Josh Giddy make the all-rookie team this year? All of that and more coming up on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team's every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Brought to you by Thursdays on the Locked On NBA Podcast. We're going to dive into Darius Baisley's workout video saga. Wonder if Josh Giddy can make the all-rookie team this year and breaking down a very difficult but interesting LA Clippers schedule. All that and more. As always, I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O-Thunderpod. Email the show, L-O-Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. Once again, brought to you by Thursdays on the Locked On NBA Podcast, which is hosted by Jackson Gatlin and Matt Moore, and they're telling you whose stock is up and whose stock is down every single Thursday on the Lockdown NBA podcast. Go follow the Lockdown NBA podcast on YouTube or wherever else you get podcasts from. Shout out Jackson Gatlin, Matt Moore, two of my favorites on the network. Jackson Gatlin, of course, hosting Lockdown Rockets, Matt Moore of Lockdown Nuggets. They both come together for Lockdown NBA. So that's great for the network. They did request if they could use NBA Stockwatch. I gave them permission with flying colors. So go check that out if you enter that segment here on Locked on Thunder. Also, around the network, college football starts in a few hours. I mean, there are going to be games on Thursday. So get excited. Hope that my volunteers can get a win tonight against Bowling Green. But many of you listening to the show right now also love college football. And you love the Sooners. You love the Cowboys. Well, guess what? On this network, we not only cover pro sports, but also college sports. So go check out Locked on Sooners. Go check out Locked On Pokes, five-day-a-week content about your favorite college athletic programs. So make sure you check that out as well. And you already know that we have every single NFL team covered five days a week here as well. So get your football action right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I appreciate everybody who stuck through a mini vacation, so to say, or break, uh, so to say. But we're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, three days a week this week. Uh, and then back up to five days a week as we get started here in September. It is officially training camp month, so the NBA will return before you know it. So get excited about that as well. But today, let's lead off with Darius Basley. You know that I am the founding member of the Building Block Basley Committee. I started that moniker for him two Mays ago now uh, on this podcast. So uh, I obviously want to see Darius Basley succeed. And him and Chris Johnson, his trainer, have been posting the runs he's had on Instagram. He's been working out with John Morant, 
Ben Simmons, Aaron Gordon, Therese Maxey, uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., Trey Lyles, and even Jordan Bell, among others, of course. Uh, he looks physically stronger. He looks bigger. Uh, but I normally do not buy into preseason videos, right? That, that is hoodie mellow to the nth degree. Uh, it's where you see Ben Simmons knock down jumpers, and then he never takes one in the actual games. I understand the skepticism around workout videos. And if you want to take the stance of, you know what? Let's sit back. Let's wait. I totally get that. But I will say that there is something a bit different about Darius Baisley's workout videos. Uh, because his body looks different, his mindset also looks different. In these runs, playing with the best of the best, you know, it's not like he's playing at the local YMCA, uh, and he carried this over from his stint in the Ohio Summer League that he played in with, with randoms at that summer league. No offense to anybody who was there, but you know, it, it's not exactly the caliber of NBA All-Stars. But, but he was aggressive in that format too earlier this summer, uh, right after the season ended, he played in a, an Ohio Summer League, and it was the same way. Uh, he was aggressive there, but hey, it's easy to be aggressive there when you're the lone NBA player on the floor. Uh, but sharing the floor with John Morant, Ben Simmons, Aaron Gordon, Terrace Maxey, Jerry Jackson Jr., it gets a bit harder to do that, to, to stay aggressive, uh, to not fall back into his old habits. But he was aggressive, fluid, and mobile. And those were all things that we looked for last year and just didn't get from him. Now, Slender fans, you would sit back and wonder, why is he not going to the rim more and using his incredible athleticism? Why is he not doing that? And he got better at the end, especially after that injury, and he healed from that injury. Uh, he got more aggressive towards the tail end of that year. Uh, but the aggression is what's been missing from his game. It's not a lack of talent. It's not a lack of skill set. It's a lack of aggression and mindset, and he had that in these workout runs. We hope that carries over into the season. Another thing, though, again, is the mobility. Um, behind the back threes, the sidestep threes, it was just jaw-dropping to watch him knock those down. He's going to have a full offseason, of course, a full training camp, a full preseason, and then also return to the same role and the same team and the same coach. That was a big uh, kind of pass that we all gave Darius Basel last year. Fans, media, the team, uh, oh, well, you know, different role. He's adjusting a different role, uh, a different everything. Well, that's not the case anymore. There is no stop and start. There is no shortened training camp. There is no shortened preseason. And there is no new role. So the circumstances around Darius Baisley are perfect. And they've never been more perfect than they are right now. You know, from, from being a New Balance intern till now. And obviously last year was a disappointment. It was. But this system is built for Darius Baisley. It's built for guys like him and Josh Giddy. When you hear Mark and you hear Sam Presti uh, talk about what they want to accomplish on the floor, the versatility, the everyone's a playmaker mentality, all those things apply strictly to Darius Baisley. But he just has to prove it. I think that this is going to be a make-or-break year for Darius Baisley in terms of his solidified future with this organization. The Thunder are rooting for him. The Thunder love him. We all, as Thunder fans, love Darius Basley. Uh, but at some point, you have to show it. When he was drafted, I, I wrote articles. I, I, I just screamed from the mountaintops, right, of how his draftable trait, his elite trait, was that playmaking. And to Baisley's defense, he was not put in those positions last year for the majority of the year. He's not a sit-in-the-corner, catch-and-shoot three-point guy. 
So I'm not sure why Mark, who, who loves the positionless basketball, who loves the versatility, who loves bigger ball handlers, did not give Baisley more of an opportunity to do that last year. Uh, but if that was a Mark thing or Baisley shying away from the moment thing, whatever it was, it didn't happen last year until more so towards the tail end of the year. So if that can come out and be seen and put on display for the course of this season, I think we see a different Baisley. And he was leading the charge at times in those runs with those other NBA players. So I am encouraged by what we've seen this summer. I get the reason to pause and to uh, kind of not buy in fully yet, but I am optimistic about what Darius Baisley can bring. We'll talk about his year coming up. Also going to talk about the LA Clippers and their difficult, difficult schedule, as well as your favorite rookie, Josh Giddy. Can he make the all rookie team capturing a feat that the likes of Pokashevsky and Theo Maldon could not do? We'll see coming up, talking it all out for you. But first, Today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. Sweatblock is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. It works up to seven days per use, dry shirt guaranteed. If Sweatblock does not keep you dry, you get your money back. Featured and tested on the Rachel Ray Show by Firefighters. It's the best-selling item on Amazon for the past 10 years, over 13,000 reviews manufactured in the USA. Sweatblock is here for you. You do not want to be sweating in public. It is a absolute confidence killer. It's the worst thing. And living in Oklahoma, as most of you do, you know that today, even, we're staring down the barrel of 100-degree weather. And let me put the picture for you right quick. And this is why I love Sweatblock, why I use Sweatblock. Uh, today, I'm going to go out in this heat for hours on end and broadcast a high school football game from a metal box on top of the stadium where the sun's beating down on it all day, and it has not been open in six months, and there is some terrible AC units in there that's not really do or accomplish much of anything. And I would be dripping in sweat this time last year. But with sweat block, I keep my cool, keep my composure, keep a great broadcast and a confident broadcast because I'm not dripping in sweat. With sweat block this year, I'm so excited for that. You want to try them out because no matter if it's a broadcast or it's a presentation, or just simply a hot date. It's your little secret to confidence. Wear what you want to wear. Don't worry about wearing white, because you're not, you're not going to sweat through it. Or light colors, you're not going to sweat through it. No, no pitting out of those shirts with Sweatblock. Go check it out. Sweatblock is simply incredible. If you or somebody you love is dealing with this over overactive sweat glands, so to say, and you're sweating a ton and a ton and a ton like I used to before Sweatblock, go check this out and get Sweatblock today. 20% off at sweatblock.com. 20% off at sweatblock.com with a promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on. 20% off at sweatblock.com. You can also get sweatblock though at Amazon or even your local CVS. Check that out today. Also, the show's brought to you by DirecTV. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sport highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simpler way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. Direct TV stream means that there's no more juggling remotes, 
there's no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV. Direct TV stream, learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. Direct TV stream at directtv.com. It's Direct TV stream. Get your TV together at directtv stream, directtv.com. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. Follow the show on Twitter at L O Thunder Pod. Email the show, L O Thunder Pod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405 362 7128. Now, let's talk a little bit more. Try to name that theme song, but let's talk a little bit more about Dear Spacely. Obviously, last year, big disappointment, all things considered. But he should be able to thrive in what, in what the Thunder want to have happen on the floor. He should be able to get, be a guy that goes up there, gets a double-double because of his re- rebounding skills, because of his ability to play offensively and play make and create for himself and others. He just has to go out there and actually execute it. And when you're looking at this roster... You're going to have, heading into the draft, three first-round picks, right? That's three roster spots you have to create from a team that's already young and controllable. So when you're looking at how you're going to create roster spots and, and make room for rookies or whatever the case is, we've seen this past season, as the Thunder tried to trade up for the first overall pick, the second overall pick, the third overall pick, the fourth overall pick, and so on and so forth, that it's going to take more than just future draft capital. You need that sweetener. You need that something to get you over the edge. And this year will go a long way for a lot of players to avoid hearing themselves in that sweetener conversation. To me, the players who have to separate themselves from being in the middle of the pack where yeah, you know what? We could part with them. Is Baisley, Maldon, Mann, players of that ilk. Because right now, the only player who does not have a realistic trade package for out there right now is SGA. Now, if the Mavericks offered Luka Doncic for SGA, you're going to take that deal. Or, or, or something out of that world, right? For SGA. But you're not going to trade SGA. You're not going to go out there and try to trade him. If someone comes to you with a ridiculous offer, you accept it. So if you want to quibble with the untouchable label, that's fine. But untouchable in the sense of there's not a realistic package out there that benefits both sides to trade SGA. So it's not going to happen. So you're going to keep SGA. Locked him up for long-term max. There's no opt-outs for either side. He's your guy. Another name in there, although you know a step below, is Lou Dort. I think that it's kind of ridiculous to think that there's a package out there to get SGA that would that both sides would do, right? That, that, that the team trading for SGA would be willing to give up enough and the Thunder would be willing to take it. Uh, so he's kind of untouchable, untouchable. There is some framework that you can think out logically to say, you know what? Trading Ludor in this scenario benefits both sides. However, getting both sides to agree to that deal is going to be very hard. So it's unlikely Ludor's ever traded in the sense of this upcoming offseason. So even he's separate himself, and, and it's going to be Shea, Lou Dort. And I'd also put Pokashevsky in there. 
I think that this Thunder team organization believes he can be a unicorn, believes he can be an all-star, believes he can be a, a whatever you want to label him as, but believes he can be a very special, special NBA talent. And so they're not going to trade him. And I don't think any team would want to trade for him, right? Because he's such an unknown quantity. But those three guys to me are, are what you know for sure is your solidified future. You can even throw in there, of course, Josh Giddy because you just used a sixth overall pick on him. Uh, and, and to do that, and especially do that in a surprise manner of, tra- of, of drafting a guy who nobody really saw coming for the most part, uh, you have to have an extraordinary amount of faith in him becoming a great player, or at least you hope so anyway, obviously. So those are the guys where... Uh, in a discussion to try to move up in the drafts or try to get a better player in a trade. You're not going to use those pieces to get you over the hump. So that takes away a lot of the Thunder's valuable pieces. You're not going to trade any of those guys. And we saw last year, trades are likely not to happen with only future draft picks. So you're going to need to trade somebody to get over that hump if you want to make a big splash next year, which is kind of the last year for Sam Preston to make that big splash before it turns into a Danny Age narrative. And the days go by and you haven't made a big move and these picks are getting less and less valuable over time. And once you attach your name to somebody, uh, the pick no longer holds a ton of value. It's like buying a new car. So next year, I think everyone should circle next off season as the year Sam Presti makes a big push and a big move in some capacity. So you're going to need a sweetener to do that though. And Darius Baisley, Tao Maldon, Trey Mann, uh, those guys have not really solidified themselves yet, obviously Chairman's a rookie, uh, to take their name out of sweetener consideration. But they've also played well enough, again, sans man, because he's a rookie, uh, well enough to where if I'm on the other side of that phone and you're going to offer me five first-round picks, but I'm also going to get a tangible player in all of this, and it's going to be uh, a guy like Malvin or Basley, I can talk myself into, you know what, let my coaching staff get a hold of these guys, and then we're going to turn them into something above what they are right now. So they do have enough value on the court right now to be traded, uh, and, and you want to kind of separate yourself from that group, and you want to be more so on the solidified core, if you're Baisley especially. So when we say make or break year, it's not a make or break year in, the, in terms of if he's going to be out of the NBA or if he's going to be out of this league as a whole. It's just what tier of this league we'd be put into. We'd be put into a solidified core for a franchise of, hey, he's one of our pillars, we can't trade him. Or we'd be put in that middle ground of like, hey, he's still pretty valuable, he's still young, still controllable. Maybe you want this guy to get you over the hump in this trade package because maybe you can do something great with him, right? Is he going to always be potential? Is he going to always be kicking him down the road and saying, you know what, maybe one day, maybe one day, maybe one day, or is today that day for Darius Spacely? Is this year that year? For Darius Baisley. So that's kind of on the line for him this year. And I really buy into these workout videos for Baisley. I really do. And I get if you don't, that's perfectly fine. I want to touch on the Clippers schedule as well coming up. And then we'll push the Josh Giddy making the all-rookie team to an episode later on this week. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Thunder anywhere you get your podcast from. But I do want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar, go to BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. They have amazing flavors such as coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate. My favorite flavor of Built Bar is the cookies and cream option, simply to die for. I love it so much. Pro tip, Put your Built Bars in the refrigerator. They taste awesome there as well. If you don't want to believe me, though, 
about my favorite flavor and take my recommendation. Number one, I'm very hurt by that. But also, that's okay. I understand. You're very picky. You don't want to believe some strange guy who talks to himself every single day on various podcasting platforms. I get it. Maybe you don't think I'm the most sane individual. I understand that too. After all, I didn't cut out me leaving in my vocal blunder last segment. But it's okay. You can order a mix box. The mix box gives you two of each flavor. Try all nine flavors, two of each, and then reorder the flavor you love the most. Most flavors have 17 grams of protein. That's 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. They're all amazing. They're all tasty. They're all healthy. Go to Bilbo.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order at Bilbo.com. Love it, love it, love it. Also, check out the betonline.ag website because it's that time of year again, folks. All eyes are now turning to football as teams return to the gridiron. It's football season, and as always, but online is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, prop bets, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at betonline.ag. Head to betonline.ag. Sign up today. Receive your 100% welcome bonus. 100% welcome bonus. Wow, that is a... Generous, generous offer from betonline.ag. Be sure to take advantage of your opening day offer with the super promo, which is make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion uh, Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up with the promo code uh, NFL100. So sign up with the promo code NFL100. Bet on Buccaneers, Cowboys, and then if you lose, your wager that you lost will be refunded back to you uh, for up to $25. Bet online is the fastest and the best way to bet on all of your sports, football, basketball, boxing, baseball, your favorite casino games, and so much more. So do not wait. Take advantage of this great offer available for the 2021 NFL season, the college football season, NBA season. Bet online, your online sportbook experts, promo code locked on at betonline.ag gets you that 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Go check out the Locked On Today podcast because on today's show, they are going to continue previewing NFL teams such as the Green Bay Packers and other NFL teams. Also, on today's show, they had Keith Pompey of Locked On Sixers and also the Philadelphia Inquirer who broke the news about Ben Simmons requesting a trade. So hear all about that from Philadelphia's perspective on Locked On Today. Go over there right now, hosted by Pete Bukowski, and then we'll talk about the Ben Simmons stuff coming up on this very podcast. But let's talk first about the LA Clippers schedule. So you know the Clippers are going to be without Kawhi for all, if not, you know, most, if not all, the regular season. Given his history with injuries, given his history with kind of slow playing injuries, I think it's safe to assume the entire regular season is complete. He will not play in the regular season. We also know Paul George is a bit of an injury-prone player, and will likely sit back, you know, back-to-backs and sit out kind of uh, the tough stretches of the year. However, can the Clippers afford that? Because the NBA gave them a terrible schedule. I mean, I cannot believe what the NBA did to the Clippers. Now, this benefits the Thunder. The Thunder own the unprotected 2022 pick for the Clippers. So this benefits the Thunder anyway, uh, that they have a bad schedule. But this is a bad schedule, what they did to L.A., now, we know Paul George can be an MVP caliber player. We know Paul George can be a player who leads you and leads your team 
to a nice record. Uh, but the NBA did him no favors because this team will be at a rest disadvantage for a ton of games. 13 times we'll have a rest disadvantage. 11 times they only have the advantage 11 times in that rest category. Now, the tricky part, though, comes here. They have 14 back-to-backs, but five times they play a stretch of five games and seven nights. Five times this year, the LA Clippers play five times in seven nights. For comparison, a lot of teams, especially contenders, have zero such stretches. The Thunder have one, but the Clippers have five. They also have a ton of afternoon starts, which you saw last year did not go well for the LA Clippers, even losing at a historic mark to the Dallas Mavericks last year in the afternoon in LA. This is a brutal schedule for the Clippers to deal with. Just absolutely brutal. Obviously, helps the Thunder. They're going to be without their best player. They're going to have a tough schedule, and they owe their, their unprotected pick to the Thunder in 2022. That begs the question, is this 2022 Clippers pick the best of the upcoming bunch from the Clippers? They're all unprotected, but is this going to be the best scenario where not only do you have the injury for Kawhi, which you never want to see injuries, but it does help them be a bad team, uh, and you also have a terrible schedule for the Clippers that they have to kind of navigate through. Uh, ultimately, I think it will probably be the best pick of the bunch because uh, nothing crazy will happen. I, I don't foresee the, the Clippers falling off a cliff and being like a, a bottom 10 team in this league uh, or, or being uh, you know a team that is having a chance to have the top overall pick realistically. Uh, but they, they could be a, a play-in team. That's not out of the picture. I mean, the, the, the Lakers last year couldn't weather injuries to LeBron and AD, and they were a playing team. So, so being that playing team pushes you closer, of course, to the lottery uh, and the tail end of that lottery, but still the lottery and in that realm. And how many more times over this course of this package will the Clippers be towards that lottery or even in the lottery? They, of course, lose in the play-in tournament. I think the pick will be 15, 16, 17, something like that, which is still a good leap from where they were last year in that 25 range last year. Uh, but of course, nothing crazy out of the ordinary. Uh, but that's kind of the update on the pick and the Clipper schedule. Uh, it's just not talked about enough how, how difficult that Clipper schedule is for them, especially if there's any sort of issue with Paul George. And you hope that he stays healthy all year long. We know that he's an MVP caliber player as he was so in Oklahoma City. Uh, but that's a lot to ask of somebody. It really is. So how they how they kind of maneuver these you know 14 back-to-backs and these five stretches of five games and seven nights will be very interesting to see you know what what the workload is for Paul George and how they play without him. I have a good feeling that when these two teams play again on the final game of the year, which they do play again on the final game of the year, just like last year, uh, it will not be a tanking game for the Clippers. Now maybe I'm I'm totally off base here, but. Uh, It'll be a game where they need to win to get a desirable matchup more so than they need to lose to get a desirable matchup in the playoffs like it was last year. So have that to look forward to as well. Let me know what you think about the possible value of a Clippers pick coming up. Uh, on this show throughout this week, we're going to talk about Ben Simmons, Tyrese Maxey, the drama in Philadelphia. Sfee signs a deal in Toronto. The NBA.com ranking comes out and the Thunder are the worst in the NBA. Also, Shea's path to an all-star game, Josh Giddy's path to an all-rookie team, uh, and so much more all coming up on this show. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from for free. 
Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Until next time, be good and be good to one another.